Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to our list series. Frank McKay here. Welcome to Breaking It Down, but more specifically, back to our interview portion of the LISC series. And we got a very special guest. He was on our original list series and he and he got great response all over the country people uh, responded to joe scalise and uh, one of the reasons is he's a, he's a lifelong resident of oak beach and he was there during the uh, the chaos and he he's kind of watched this thing up close and i'm absolutely thrilled to have him uh joe scalise how are you very good sir how are you today I, i'm doing well and listen let me let me jump into uh, right off the bat uh what what we've been talking about and we've been talking about this recently and and it's dr peter hackett and you know in in my mind he he should certainly be a person of interest i'm not saying he killed anybody i'm not saying uh that but uh for him not to be a person of interest uh in the florida situation that we've talked about here uh, for Freedoms Park in Fort Myers, which he lives three miles away from, and there apparently there are two victims of of sex workers, uh, you know that worked as sex workers down there, and then here uh, in in Gilgo and Oak Beach, uh, he's all over. Tell us what you know about uh, Dr. Peter Hackett. Uh, Peter Hackett moved into uh, the neighborhood in the uh, late '80s, maybe early '90s and uh was a resident here until a, a few years ago when the whole shannon thing uh unraveled and uh what i know of peter hackett is he's not this uh shining citizen that uh even the suffolk county police and even uh, some of the neighbors here uh make him out to be he was a, a doctor that met uh burke who was the uh, Suffolk County police chief that went to jail uh, along with in that whole Spoda situation and the, and the situation with uh, Christopher Loeb. And uh, he met, he met Burke during the flight 800 uh, incident and they became friends and Hackett became his, uh, one of his drug dealers. And they, uh, and that relationship continued on until uh, Burke went to jail. You know, a lot of the a lot of the controversy uh, centers around Hackett, and you know, one of the, and keep in mind, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but Hackett, uh, Bissett, the gentleman who uh, committed suicide supposedly, Burke and Tom Canning were all friends. Uh, Tom Canning, another Oak Beach resident and a good friend of Peter Hackett. Uh, used to use Bissett's nursery when he was running his illegal business out of Oak Beach. Yeah, I don't know much about Canning, uh, but uh, but of course Burke, Hackett, and uh, and others there. By the way, uh, Steve Ballone, and I've been saying this all along, Steve Ballone, who appointed Jimmy Burke. He appointed Jimmy Burke police chief and, uh, you know, of course, Spoda and McPartland, um, the right hand to Spoda, are, are doing five years each in, in federal prison for covering up for the beating that Burke gave Chris Loeb. And it's it, it's just a complete mess. But 
we got to remember the current county executive, Steve Ballone, appointed Jimmy Burke. Nobody else did. He appointed him and he could have removed him at any time. The first thing they did, Joe, when they got into office, when Ballone got into office, he appointed Jimmy Burke. And then they immediately removed the FBI from the investigation of Lisk and then basically did nothing after that. I mean, you you lived there at the time. How much did you see of an investigation going on? There was no investigation. This whole story broke in December when uh, Josh Eigner from uh, from uh, ABC, one of the big networks, was trying to get in the gate, and I was actually the person that let him in. And they went immediately and started uh, questioning Hackett and trying to talk to other neighbors. Uh, no one would really talk, but uh, but so this is. The December, this is over uh, almost uh, you know nine, ten months after Shannon even went missing. The Suffolk County Police never came around to question residents, people involved. Uh, and if you look, there's no police report for the morning Shannon went missing either. The responding officer to the 911 call uh, took you know, 45 minutes to get here. And then he was turned away by the Oak Beach president at the time, uh, Arnie Lanzalotta, who still is the president, and uh, was told there's nothing going on here, everything's okay. And then there was no follow-up, nothing happened, when according to Tom Canning, uh, him and his son, and along with their Weimariner, supposedly went into the wetlands in, in the area uh, right next to Barbara Brennan's house, where she supposedly went in, looked for for an hour or so, and then uh, basically called the search off. Now, why was there no follow-up? A reasonable person doesn't go looking for a person and then just not contact the police again. I mean, if they would have sent a police helicopter up the morning that Shannon went missing, they would have found her in uh, 10 minutes. So uh, what happened there is if if what they're saying is true, doesn't make sense. Now, Peter Hackett, Tom Canning, and Justin Canning all give similar accounts of uh, their... uh, you know, the interaction they had with Shannon. They all say, we saw her running sick and distressed. She looked like she was on drugs, which, uh, if anyone who's been following the case knows, the toxicology reports came out back from her hair that she wasn't on drugs. And, uh, and but all these three men did the same. She was running sick and distressed. She looked like she needed help, etc., etc. Well, where, where exactly did they see her? Uh, to give this description, Justin Canning claims in the New York Post, if you Google his name, Justin Canning Footprints in the Sand, that he saw her footprints on a beach uh, in front of uh, Barbara Brennan's house. So, you know, where did they see her? What, you know, what was going on that they didn't help her, they didn't make contact with her, or that they weren't able to get a Suffolk County police officer on the scene to escalate the uh, situation because clearly something needed to be done this girl was missing let me remind folks who they're listening to frank mckay here much more importantly joe scalise is our very special guest he's a lifelong uh, member of the oak beach community and a resident over there with all- folks go ahead 
I can also guarantee if a, a, a child from this community went missing, the response of the uh, Suffolk County Police would not have been uh, the same. And uh, it was only because uh, there were residents that were hanging things. We have a communal mailbox. And uh, this detective, Charlie Hannah from New Jersey, who had posted a reward for Shannon. So people were continually hanging, you know, you know anyone who was interested in trying to help Shannon, were, were hanging these things in the mailbox. And in Peter Hackett's mind, uh, this whole thing uh, was never going to go away. So eventually, uh, the Suffolk County Police did lock down Oak Beach. They searched for Shannon for a week. Uh, didn't find her, and then on the last day when they were about to to leave, they received information about where the body was, or or it was thought to be. And lo and behold, Shannon Gilbert was about twenty five yards in off of off of Ocean Parkway, where the ramp goes up where you would go to Robert Moses. Now at, at the light pole, directly. Uh, parallel to her, her, uh, her, where she uh, was found, there was a little uh, yellow sign made. Of, it was a reflector that somebody had taken and spray painted uh, a symbol of a, a sexy looking woman with milf on the uh, on the bottom of it. And, and uh, that was no coincidence. And when I called the police, uh, that that uh, reflector was removed, and I never saw it or heard about it again. But if you uh, if you were to walk off the parkway, which was only about twenty five yards in, now the funny part is during the, the week that we were all locked down here, we were required to present ID to get into the association, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All of a sudden, Peter Hackett is driving around in a rented, light-colored Mustang. It was like a whitish, gray Mustang. Now, the day before Shannon's body was found, I saw that Mustang parked in that very location along Ocean Parkway. Now, is that a coincidence? Is it? I don't know. But uh, listen, I you know. I, but it also gave Peter Hackett anonymity in the community. Everyone knew his truck, so he could come and go as he pleased. And if anyone who saw that car that didn't know it was related to him didn't know that that was Peter Hackett parked on the side of the parkway. Let, let me again remind folks: you're hearing the voice of, of Joe Scalise. If you're just tuning on uh, a, a little a little late, if you're just turning on your radios a little late, Joe Scalise is a lifelong resident of Oak Beach, where the Gilgo killings uh, have taken place. Frank McKay here with Joe Scalise. Joe, uh, we always say 10 to 16 victims. For all we know, they're still going on, and people are dropping them in the uh, in the ocean. Uh, the victims in the ocean uh what's your count in your mind how many people do you think have been killed in this i know that this has been going on since the mid 80s and it started with a uh another individual here and uh escalated until uh the shannon gilbert uh incident came to light and i, and I do not think that they found all the bodies i think there are uh there were a lot more bodies and uh these guys uh 
their uh, their killing and their their disposal methods improved. Peaches was found. Uh, part of her was found in Davis Park. Part of her was found. Uh, on the Ocean Parkway, part of who was found in Manorville. Now, she was one of the first victims of Hackett, and if you know anything about her story, her feet and hands were removed. And uh, so these were the early killings, and then uh, he became better at uh, dismembering the bodies, and it's my opinion that he was weighting the bodies down in the wetlands, allowing the soft tissue to uh, remove itself from the bones. Within a couple of days, he just had a bag of uh, human bones. And this isn't a uh, something that the Suffolk County Police hasn't released to the public, but I don't think I'm uh, ruining the uh, case by telling that those bones showed that they had been uh, sitting in a, in a brackish water and had absorbed, you know, brackish water. So it's my feeling and uh, that, that Peter Hackett, when on about the time, uh, about a month before all these women were found along the parkway, the residents here, there's a real mosquito problem in Oak Beach because the wetlands is these culvert little canals that run through that haven't been cleaned out in 50 years. So there was a member of the association, I won't give their name, that went to Vector, was able to get the permits to do the digging and the, uh, the cleaning up of these ditches. Once this person informed the president that, that Vector was coming, Peter Hackett started calling this individual like frantically, asking, when are they coming? When are they digging? What are they doing? And then uh, three weeks later, the body started popping up on the parkway. And that's, in, that's another uh, example of how the Suffolk County Police has misled the public and, uh, and not been truthful about the information. The, the dog Blue that found those bodies had to take a pee, and basically the, uh, the handler, the officer pulled over, Blue jumped out of the car to pee, and within a couple seconds ran over the first body and then hit again on a second body and uh but it wasn't there was no training exercise there was no uh active investigation there was no nothing and like i said before the Suffolk county police there's, there's only 72 houses in oak beach they could have easily interviewed every resident every family gotten complete stories uh they did none of this Neither. Hey, Joe, I, let me ask you, I, you know, I did a, uh, a show in, on, on a Texas uh, podcast called the Lisk podcast, and, and they asked me uh, if I'm a believer in the, in the cabal theory, and originally I didn't know what the cabal theory was, but as soon as they explained to me, I am, uh, the answer is true, I am uh, a believer in the cabal theory, and, and what that basically says is that, that some powerful connected men got together and uh, and multiple members of this cabal whatever have have killed uh women and or in this case women and and uh, there's a toddler in there and there's a uh there's a man who we believe was a transgender individual but the 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 uh the cabal is responsible for for killing and covering up 
the situation. I, I for one, and again, I'm certainly not trying to influence your answer, but I for one believe it, that there's more than one killer. I, uh, I'm convinced that there's multiple killers, and I, I'm also convinced that there's more bodies out there that we haven't found. What's your reaction to what I just said? I agree with some of it, and some of it I. I don't outright disagree with, but you are correct. It was a, a, a group of wealthy uh, business owners, basically. And there was one in particular that had a florist in New York City. Uh, uh, he started bringing out uh, black women from the city that were uh, drug addicted. And uh, those were the uh, original victims. You had, you had uh, one of these girls... Uh, escape from a house at Oak Beach was running down the parkway naked when she was picked up by uh, the Suffolk County police and uh, she she basically said the same thing that uh, Shannon Gilbert said in the 911 call but they still haven't released to the public uh, you know 12 years later but because uh, they're protecting whoever uh, that, she, that there were a group of men like you were talking about, uh, that were trying to kill her at Oak Beach, but she was still uh, heavily drugged at the time and didn't know uh, where exactly the house was or uh, couldn't give a description. So basically, they uh, they locked her up in a uh, mental institution for for a, a month or so, and then she's left the state. Uh, so I do believe it is it is a group of men. Uh, I believe, though, that, that these guys, you know, some are there for the drugs, some are there for the women and sex, and I think it filters down to a very small group. I don't think there's, you know, 10 killers. If, if, if it's more than Hackett, it's Hackett and uh, one or two other guys that are maybe assisting him or helping him. But the, uh, the buck stops with him, so to speak, and he's the disposal guy. Uh, again, Joe Scalise is the voice that you're hearing, lifelong resident of Oak Beach and has been uh, close to this situation and, and knows these folks uh, personally for years. And I think he said 50 years on Oak Beach and uh, and. Uh, and no one knows the situation better than the the residents there. That's for sure, and, and certainly what people don't understand is that behind that gate, uh, we, we are a uh, we have a board of directors here, and uh, and they wield an incredible amount of power. And at one point, the individual I'm talking about in the city, this is right after Haggett moved in, approached my father and he said, between me, you, and Peter Hackett, we could do whatever we wanted behind the skate. And, uh, and, that, and that's where people are falling short and aren't really able to connect the dots because they don't know what it's like to live here uh, with a board that basically, the town of Babylon does little, very little for us. All they do is collect our garbage. Uh, other than that, uh, it's up to the board. And for the most part, you know, there's 72 members, there's 20, 25 people that want to be heavily involved, and the rest of the people just want to enjoy the beach and uh, hang out. And uh, Hackett was among that group. And with that, just like I'm sure you're aware, uh, the camera system was one thing that Peter Hackett was in charge of. We, we had a uh, state-of-the-art 
uh, camera system at the gate, five or six cameras, this whole incident would have been on tape, except guess who was in charge of the cameras at the time? Peter Hackett. And uh, members of the board have lied and said that Charlie Sirota, another board member, had access. Well, uh, a few days after this incident, Peter Hackett was in the gatehouse. We have a small little gatehouse that holds the cameras, and uh, they're backed up on uh, on a hard drive. Uh, talking to uh, what was her name, Karen Gambino, and uh, he's like, "You see, there's nothing on here." Now, who knows what he had raced before that, but uh, if you Google Karen Gambino's name, she also says uh, or alludes to uh, the fact that uh, she thinks something like you're talking about has been going on here for years, and she was happy that something was finally being done about it. Joe, uh, Joe Scalise, uh, is, uh, this is the end of the part one with Joe Scalise, and hopefully we have him for a part two. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Uh, Lisk is our subject And you've been listening to Breaking It Down Our list series Part 1 with Joe Scalise Now and next week part 2 uh, We'll be back Next week with Joe Scalise